Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, Mr. Newby here. This is a message for Penny Fletcher. Lucy and Harriet have let me know that it is your birthday on the 14th of February, which just happens to be Valentine's Day. So, you know, Penny, not sure if you're around or anything, or if you happen to be doing anything on that day, but with it being your birthday and Valentine's, I just wondered if perhaps you fancied dinner at the bull, or even the feathers, or even the goat field behind the Bridge Farm tea rooms. I only mention it because Beverly Drains has told me that she's busy on the 14th. Regrouting behind her B-Day, I think she said. So, you know, I'm at a loose end and oh, just a thought. Let me know. I mean, you've probably had loads of offers, so don't worry. I mean, I could even stand at the bottom of your garden and wave at you through the window if you like. Happy birthday anyway, Penny. And happy Valentine's Day. The offer's there. Anyway, yes... Thank you. <laughs> Penny lays <laughs> in my heart and at the bow. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a nice birthday to have. Yeah, I know. Um, shall I go? Yes. <laughs> You're covering <laughs> because you haven't got the script <laughs> off. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. It's because I need this to happen. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Mr Newbie. Before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with Phoebe not being pregnant and Kate being highly irritating. I love the way Phoebe said she was leaving Ambridge forever to go and live in Scotland on the basis of two job interviews with a start-up that's likely to sink without trace in two years' time. I came back to Ambridge to be near you, said Kate, after I got bored of those other two ones, thingy and what's it. Alice is back home in the vest and is coping marvellously. Amy and Fallon went round to watch her coping marvellously and they all drank wheelbarrows full of tea very noisily just to show us it wasn't wine. Martha, who should have been in bed in my opinion, was standing up without falling over, which is more than Alice has managed in the last two years. On their way home, Alice, uh, Amy and Fallon called in on Chris, unannounced, which is fairly high up on my list of unforgivable sins, to be honest. There he was, lying on the sofa in a t-shirt covered in wopsit crumbs, Breath like a badger's arse, drinking Lucas Aid from a rinsed out Nutella jar because he hasn't done the washing up for three days and watching Wheeler Dealers when Pinky and Perky appear. Turn out Chingles has the surprising effect of making you into a very unpleasant and rude git. But as is the case with women and men, the woman to whom he'd been very rude went round afterwards and tidied his flat. Mm, not entirely sure that would have worked the other way around. <laughs> 
Mia was horrified that Jake is going out with Chelsea or possibly Tracy. Their voices are now practically interchangeable. <laughs> or even Vicky Pollard, particularly when she said she was an exceptional driver. But then like this thing happened and this person got a bit like run over, but not really like run over. But it was all right. And Kirsty was like, oh, no, I must talk to him. But he was like, no. And then he sent her this card. <laughs> Phoebe went round to see old granny bags of cash about the fact that she's <laughs> chucking in a job no one else understands to take on a job she doesn't understand. She assured Peggy that she would still be able to rewilderate from Scotland and would be passing on the whole project to Rex. Peggy, heroically resisting the temptation to grab her around the neck and scream, are you out of your tiny Oxbridge mind, suggested gently that dumping the whole thing into the lap of a pig-keeping minicab driver who only got involved in the first place because he wanted to get into Pip's pants was probably not <laughs> ideal. And could she think of someone else as well, perhaps? <laughs> Kate thrust her hand into the air and screamed me 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 and Phoebe studiously avoided her in the manner of a waiter who is not yet ready to bring you the bill <laughs> even Brian has now started questioning exactly how Kate is supporting herself she is never near spiritual hummus let alone realigning anyone's chakras so no one even as dreamy as Phoebe would think she'd be a good candidate to run a rewilderating scheme but then I suppose it does match up with Kate's skill set Based on total bullshit, very unclear success criteria, no business model to follow, propped up by family money. Huh. Welcome to Rewilding, Kate. May your compost lavatory never back up. Meanwhile, all of us at home, once we'd stopped crying at Krusty's frankly heartbreaking performance in a good way at the Garden of Remembrance, were screaming, let Krusty do it, let Krusty do it. But then some of us were saying, Pip, let Pip do it. Give the farm to Josh. Then Pip and Rex can get together and have little prexy babies. Admittedly, that would mean we had two families in Ambridge where there were very confusing daddy-uncle scenarios, but that has never stopped us before. Start unpicking the Aldridge family tree and it's like one of those medieval blockbusters that people leave in holiday cottages. Anyway, the real thrust of this week is how Charisma Bypass Amy is going to feel once Chris has moved her into the flat and Alice <laughs> has started lobbing bricks through the window. I'd have thought he'd have preferred Super Amy, really, in her red corsety thing and shiny blue cloak. But no, he seems to prefer the sort of Amy that is really, really good with his daughter and does the hoovering, <laughs> staggering the end. The anti-climax of Amy. Oh, do, you, do you like it when I spray here, Chris? <laughs> oh, that shower's a bit grimy. Are you, are you a bit grimy? Want me... Want me to have a closer look? <laughs> Show me oh the hospital God. corners. Li literally couldn't be more awkward. Oh. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> what did you think of this evening's? Uh, take me back, Lucy. Take me back. <laughs> Where are we? Uh, I sort of listened to everything in one go again. Okay. Well, no, um, just the just the going round for dinner at Chris's oh and God, not the having actual, a very nice. The actual. Or yeah, yeah. good looking. Oh, you're 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 quite good looking. Oh, oh, am I? Oh, this is really. It was uh, cringe. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it had to happen, and it had to ha had to be that. Awkward. Well, we we could all see it coming, couldn't we? Yeah. This week yeah. was very much all of us going. Knew it. I knew it. I knew it <laughs> all the way through. But in it was a me. way, it it's all sort of come about a bit quicker than I yes. thought. Yes. Yes, I thought you know. At least let them actually get divorced before he starts hitting or another woman. At least let her at least finish cleaning the flat, Chris. <laughs> you know, you've got to make a. You know, is she decent at it or not? And also, basically. can I just say? Can I just say? His mother is literally six foot below him. As <laughs> if she, what? Is she dead? As if you know what I mean in the shop. As if she would oh, not be yeah. up there. Ew. 
she no not that it's no she to would, the door, ear she, to the door. no 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 not even that she would be up there every half an hour do you want a lem sip chris have you had your paracetamol can i get yeah. some? and she would have cleaned that flat she there's no way yeah. she'd have let him get it into that state I, I agree actually i did think it was a bit weird the whole how alone he's been with shingles yes yeah. is shingles that catching it's it's a bit like he had like mega covid you well know, it's back hilarious in the day that when... in covid they were all going to the pub <laughs> someone gets shingles and there's a black cross on his door and they're all shouting <laughs> filthy it felt like unclean unclean covid 2020 yeah when you know like you were in tier 12 and yeah. you basically couldn't you couldn't come out you couldn't of your breathe bedroom. out without doing an lft no. and getting someone and, like, to sign it yeah food had to be like slithered into the door <laughs> Because I was like, if he's missing Martha, surely he would have asked Alice or his mum to bring Martha around. I yes. Mean, I, I found that a bit confusing. Yes. But then, but then it was a good um, dramatic setup so that Alice could have all that good bonding time. So yes. I, appro- I approve heartily. I was because... listening to the sound of them all cooing over the sound effect and thinking, well, at least Harriet will be. I will put up oh with this God. build because at least yeah. Harriet will be happy that now little Martha has got her mummy. Because Alice is a perfect mummy uh, mm. now that she's done one half sleepless night. Yes. Just you wait, Alice, yeah. until Martha's teething and then you yeah. won't be so thrilled with yourself Or anymore. when she's a toddler who just looks you in the eye oh, and God. knocks their drink <laughs> across the floor and then laughs. You know. Yes, just wait for that. Chris! Chris! <laughs> uh, I've got a bottle of smut off in my hand, Chris, and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Martha throws her plate of baked beans at Alice, yeah. th- then yeah. things are going to get wobbly again. Yeah. But no, I, 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 I appreciate that, and I did. What I quite liked was there was a sense of uh, Amy. You could, you could almost sense her being like, "Oh my god, I actually really fancy him," mm. and uh, I fit, but, but I know that this is slightly weird and wrong. Well, like she did sound it... a bit hopeful, didn't she? Where she said, yeah. so do you think there's yeah. no chance of Alice oh. and you getting back together again? Because she's like, oh, what if, you know, because c- I need to know so I can go. He said there was absolutely no chance. So, you know. Because I thought that Fallon would be a bit more, are you actually joking? You're going for a takeaway on your own with him. What are you playing at? But she was more really? like... Yeah, because I, 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 I think Chris... I mean, I know he's now getting a divorce from Alice, but he's just come through quite a traumatic few months. He's just had a baby. His wife's an alcoholic. I'm, is it the right time for Alice's friend? To, I mean... But she's I, his I was, friend too, though, isn't she? But if I was Chris and Fallon, I'd be slightly worried about Alice's reaction mm, to Chris yeah. suddenly shacking up with someone else. Yeah. Although it's totally fine, it's just quite a big... Thing. I'm and, sure and to that... be fair, they did only have Chinese. Nobody's shacking up with anybody yet. That's just our <laughs> pretty, like, hurtling I, forward I through the months. You're quite, you're quite, you're quite good looking for a man. Just as a friend. Just as a friend. And then Chris was like, poor Chris, because he was like, ill. And then he was like, oh, I can't not say you're not good looking. Now it's all weird. Oh, I have definitely have met up. women that are worse looking than you. That was kind of about as far as he got. Who paid for this takeaway? Was it Leonard? <laughs> no, I bought it myself, actually. I'm a high-flying uh, blacksmith. Oh, you could... Shoe my shoes anytime, Chris. 
Whoa. Oh, when I said that, I didn't mean I didn't mean yeah. that to sound funny, you know, not shoe my shoes like that. I didn't mean it to sound really sexual. <laughs> <laughs> can I take my top off? I mean, um, I think the problem I... is Amy is the least sexual person <laughs> I've ever. She makes Alan Bennett sound like <laughs> Rhett Butler, you know. Just, I feel, I feel no. like we're so. I feel like we've only been nice to Amy in one episode, and that we need to give her because. But I that's thought... because they keep making the contrast between Super Amy. And boring Amy. Well, so dramatic. Making her clean the flat was an uh uh. Yeah. Because that made us all go, what? Oh, please. Yeah. Why couldn't she. As just... if, if she was at home, as if Chris would come round and say, okay, I'll tidy the flat for you. He'd have opened the door, said, Jesus, it's a state in here. I'll see you when you've you yeah. you got yourself sorted out and leave again. But, but also, what I, what I have a problem with as well, if, if Amy was still midwifing, I would still love her. To, I, you know, I'd be like, she is, she's brilliant. She's my hero. But the fact, I, I have a problem with the fact that she sort of just not even think, just sort of mm. become a dog walker and is now mm. living at home rent free. And is like, oh my God, it's amazing. I can live at home mm. rent free. And, and you're like, yeah, but you're living with Usha and Alan. You mm. had this incredible opportunity. There aren't enough midwives. And you've, you know, I know it's been really, really difficult in the last two years, but maybe you could think about you know your transferable skills um instead of i mean uh, maybe that's really unfair maybe instead of pulling the babies out of the ladies you could push them back in <laughs> how about that or like just be on reception yeah and, but, but i i i, well, I look find at, that look at alice alice went from being a nuclear physicist to an engineer <laughs> an aviation like... engineer to a what was she that wedding planner briefly and then... Alice was a wedding planner? Yeah, she planned Krusty and Tom's wedding. Oh, well, that was, see where that yeah. got her. Where that, uh, got that, was the, that was the thin end of the wedge, I think. That was where it all started to go wrong. Well, uh, that's the thing, isn't it? It's very... The, the jo your job, basically, never move to Ambridge if you want to stay in a good career. Yes. You can basically only... It sounds like you can basically only be in London, that's where people are for an interview, or Scotland, yeah. if you want a yeah. good job. And not even Scotland, it's like the Highlands, like as far away from everything as yeah, possible. Yeah, but it's quite near Glasgow. <laughs> it's in the Highlands, Dad, near Glasgow. It's like, oh, mm, well, quite a few hours from Glasgow, isn't it? <clears throat> why is also, why has no one actually said to Phoebe, um, and what actually is the job? Yeah. <laughs> And um, what actually will you be doing? It's like when she said to Kate, I just, she said I'm to just Kate, be... you haven't even asked me what I'm going to be doing. And she said, I'm sorry, darling, what are you going to be doing? And she went, um, and I it's, thought, yes, not quite sure now, are we? Um, seaweed. Um, I'll just be like going around the beach, looking at seaweed, taking photos, um, sticking bits of um, post-it notes on bits of A4, but making posters about seaweed. Okay, that's a nature desk at a primary school. That's what she's doing. Oh my God, that'd be such a nice job. Yeah. Such a nice job. We were, I went to Kew Gardens on a school trip with um, my with Tibby's classes. I know, I spoke was... to you afterwards and I've never heard anyone sound so tired in I was, my life. I was so tired because I really, I did, I was a really good volunteer parent. Um, Oh, I, you know, I like. Oh, you were that really? Yes, you were running really up and annoying. down, engaging, other, engaging yeah. all the hard-to-reach yeah, children. I did. Yeah. Oh my god, I totally did, and oh. I really annoyed. I pissed all the other parents off because yeah. I was so like enthusiastic. Yeah. And the, and one of let's the do racing. Yeah. And, then, wow. and, and one of the queue leaders mistook me for a teacher. <laughs> oh, Harriet, you have won oh the good badge. I was such an <laughs> irritating little shit, but I really enjoyed it. I loved it so much. And they got like um, 
sticky, uh, like paper with like thing. You ripped off a bit, and there was a sticky sort of bit underneath, and you went around collecting bits and sticking them on this like leaves and okay. stones and things and sticking them on and I think that's what um Phoebe's doing yeah I, I like to think of her wandering down a little beach with a little like a sandcastle bucket oh, <laughs> and that's it she just puts bits nice of, little bits of seaweed in her sandcastle bucket and then she takes it to Salil and she says I've got some more and he says well done Phoebe and, and then she a... puts it in the tank and just then put it under it. this microscope here Phoebe <laughs> Okay. Can you see those little biodiverse little atoms of seaweed? Yeah. No? We're going to make like car fuel out of that. Okay. <laughs> oh, such a nice job. I really want to do that job. <laughs> if I didn't have four kids, I'd do it. Yes, of course you would. Um, anyway. <sighs> oh, but, but that's that's not been the week, really, has it? That's been the... Oh, no, no the week has been Kirsty and Tom. But before Kirsty and Tom, what what the hell Mia and... What has Mia uh, turned Jake. into? Yeah. Oh, my God, Mia. It was such a shame. She's turned into a dick, hasn't she? She wasn't that bad, was she? She was so... Un- I know she was trying to be the annoying sibling, but she couldn't have been more annoying. But then she did calm oh, down. Oh, what's on really... phone? Oh, you're, you're in love. Woo, a girl fancies you. Ooh, who is it? Urgh. Oh, I'm trying to be annoying. Ooh, cause, just because no one fancies me. And then there's like no fish in the sea. But there are fish in the sea. What I'm saying is there's no fish in the sea. It's just a metaphor. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. What drugs are you on? <laughs> but, yes, <laughs> and it's hardly likely to be Sunny Delight, is it? Not with her track record. <laughs> but I... I've, I thought she did, when she realised that Jake was properly upset, she did manage to restrain herself from going, ha, 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 I, I thought told she you was so. really patronising. Because oh. he was just trying to be, yeah, he was trying to shake it off and be like, oh, okay. it's totally fine. Yeah. She said it wasn't a date. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, are you really upset? You look really upset. Oh, my God, <laughs> she's such a bitch. Yeah, and she's really loud. I mean, I, I know that, like, Mia has that, that insecure side, but mm. I, I thought it was... I thought they could have toned it down. I know what they've gone from making her sound like a very earnest, preachy Greta Thunberg to now being like one of the caller inners on 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 Saturday (laughs) Swap Shop, which is really not what it was like. That bit they'd sort of like lifted from a CBBC like um, kid show. Yeah, even the dialogue. Tracy Beaker. She suddenly turned into Tracy Beaker. It was, but not nearly as cool as Tracy Beaker. No. Yeah, it was, it was. I didn't really. I didn't. I thought that was a, sounded a bit off, but I quite liked the Jake being introduced. I just him. wondered if they were conscious that they'd made her too much of a caricature of the preachy teen, so they then she tried to sort worse. of bring it back, but they overdid it a bit. No, but they've brought it. They haven't brought it back. They've made it. They've tons brought it worse. Not back, only missed she, it and kept going. That's she's the a preachy teen and also a really annoying sister yeah. who basically sounds like she hasn't really got a life of her own. Which no. Is, which is, you know, a bit, a bit Something sad. I found, I thought, gosh, how clever. They've actually got Jake and he, Jake, and sounds he really sounds like, like Will. But then I thought Will's not his dad. I know, but how much does he sound like Will? I know, so he does, so doesn't he? I forgot to Google, is Jake really Will's son in real life? Oh. As in the actor. Yeah. But then if you type that into Google, they go, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I... Can you just ask us for cat pictures? Because we know where they are. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but he sounds so uh, much He really like does. Even his slightly raspy voice yes. and this sort of intonation and everything. I, lo- I, thought, I thought he was a really good character, yeah, actually. Yeah, I did. Again, I nice, him. different, you know, nice, yeah. um, distinctive voice. Yeah. He didn't sound like he was trying too hard. And there was a bit of his sister. There was a bit, yeah. There was a bit of Nick in there as well, 
a nice bit of Nick where he sort of said he was quite brave and um, she said, well, that's not a problem, is it, about going to the pub? And he said, well, I kind of pref would prefer it if it was just us. And I thought that was quite um, yeah. an assertive and thing to say and that's yeah. quite a Nick thing to say. Will would have just shot someone. But, you yeah. know, Nick was sort of... He's clearly a nice boy, yes. isn't he? Yeah. And considerate. And, and, and a, yeah, considerate and also... Even when he said, and Will's kindly offered to pick up. Yes, I yes, like, oh I, God, yes. I love you. I yeah. love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good boy, Lucy. Yes. He's a good boy and he's kind to his mother. Well, he would be if she wanted, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that was, um, that was, oh, yes, but wasn't the Kirsty and Tom... Um, oh, God. Baby Lost Story amazing. Really, really. The, uh, oh, I... Within about, a, and I'd been warned as well by Twitter going, oh my God. Yeah. And I yeah. think they'd got about two seconds into it and I was in floods, oh absolute floods. I just couldn't, I that when, when, um, just, it was just played so yeah. perfectly and yeah. written so carefully and judged so well, I thought, because yeah. that is a, a difficult, especially when you're bringing it back after five years. We've, I mean, yeah. I, I speak for myself, but I feel like, We've sort of all forgotten that Kirsty mm -hmm. had a baby, and I don't didn't know that that the baby was nearly twenty four weeks. No, I didn't. I don't remember her mm. losing the baby so late on. I mm. sort of just assumed they had, you know, a, a miscarriage at twelve weeks mm. or or an early miscarriage even. I just can't really remember, and so it was a real shock, like hearing that, wasn't it? And to hear Tom, even the bit with Natasha beforehand. He came across really well where he said, yeah, now I messed that up too. Yeah. I couldn't do that right. I yeah. couldn't even go and see the the garden. I wasn't supportive to Kirsty. I've just fucked the whole thing up, basically. Yeah. And then it, Natasha it saying, I really think you should. And then Kirsty going, do you want to come this afternoon? Doesn't matter if you can't, you know, and yeah. all that. And it was just But it was clever because they haven't meant, you know, because mm. it, hasn't, it hasn't been mentioned for no. five years. I can't remember the last time... Um, you know, Kirsty being a mum mm. has been mentioned because mm. even when Natasha got pregnant, you know, I know it's early days, but you know, Tom has, I assume, been, you know, like Natasha hasn't sort of gone, oh, you've been here before, and oh mm. no, no, it was in the early days, yeah. it was, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah was because he was terrified that something yeah, was he was, happen. yeah, that's true. But it was so, uh, so sensitively yeah. made, wasn't it? Yeah, and so heartbreaking, Lucy. Oh yeah. my god, it really, I was. It doesn't often get me like that, no. but it really did. And I think no. it's partly because of, I think, I just think she's such a good actress. So good. They both mm. were so believable, yeah. weren't they? And, and was... excellent. It was, the script was by Katie Hims. So if you are listening, Katie Hims, which I strongly doubt, uh, thank you, because it was brilliant. And also <laughs> I had somebody message me today who said, I don't want you to say anything about it on the podcast, but, you know, name her or anything. But she said something happened to us uh, the same situation and she said it really resonated with me yeah what she was but saying I, and yeah but that's the thing is it is it, it, it you know it, it it's something that affects lots of people and in lots of different ways and obviously people um c cope with that differently don't they mm -hmm. but I thought that's why it was I think I think obviously now there's much more awareness about losing a child you know, and and babies who are, who who if they come before twenty four weeks, aren't um, they're not stillborn. Mm. They're just they're miscarriages. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I had a baby at twenty five weeks, and mm. he was a 
proper baby and I had a, friends in hospital that had babies well one one woman fought for her child who was born at 23 weeks to be resuscitated because oh. they don't resuscitate at 23 oh. weeks but she fought and fought and that that baby is now like happy and healthy and wow uh, uh, you know a three-year-old now yeah so it's really really hard and you know they are you know when he said that I could his um you know his head fitted into my hand yeah oh don't you'll stop me off again. I know I'm sorry <laughs> But it was so powerful. Everything that they said was so powerful, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And just showed how, um, yeah, how 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 important it is to, you know, for, for I guess for it's very it's a difficult thing to talk about, isn't it? Yep. And I think when you hear Tom sort of saying, "I just didn't know," uh. he didn't really know what to do, and he didn't want to see the baby, and then he, you know, and then Tom and Kirsty haven't talked about it. Yeah. Since, but you know, yeah, yeah, there was some good closure in their relationship, wasn't there? And My friend lost her baby at thirty weeks, and she said that uh, she could see people, friends coming towards her on the pavement, and they'd cross the cross the road so oh, that they no. could avoid her because no. they just didn't. She said, "I know that they were doing that because they just did not know what to say." I don't think many people would do that though, because. You know, I mean, I assume that most people are, <laughs> are sort of, you know, your heart just goes out to somebody, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. You've lost anybody. And, and I just... think now the stigma of it is going because it used to be, we don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, it just went wrong. It was a failure. Yeah. It was a failure. It was a mistake. And you think, no, it wasn't. It was a person. Yeah. Well, I suppose, a, you know, a baby wasn't considered a baby, was it? Until no. No. it was a sort of screaming thank god that it's being talked about now though and that you know because all the all the women that i've just had to go through and just not talk about it so as you know kirsty said worse than losing your child is your child being forgotten yeah and you know kirsty said i just don't want and i thought didn't you think natasha i thought i thought natasha played a blinder as well because i think like for kirsty i mean if i was kirsty i i when you know before she had seen Natasha, I was thinking I literally can't bear it for Kirsty because mm. I can't bear for her to see yeah. Natasha's bump getting bigger and yeah. bigger. Yeah. But then she was so brave to go round to Natasha, yeah. and Natasha was so good because I think as well for Natasha it's awkward because she wants to celebrate her yeah. bump and her babies and be happy, but then she doesn't want to say you know she it's difficult for her, isn't it? Because she knows that. Kirsty is well she said it feels wrong to be celebrating yeah exactly but and and so what's great is that they have you know talked about it now and Kirsty said I'm really happy for you and yeah because it's difficult for both women yeah and the fact that she said I loved it I loved the name Wren it was I thought it was so cute lovely I know but she uh when she said um I uh um I'm going to we're going to give this to twins and tell them about their big brother and I thought, oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's really nice. I know. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Kirsty's a, a mum. Oh, yeah. when, when, when Tom said, oh, my God, this is, you know, when he said, um, I said, you know, I said that your mum, your mummy yeah. really loves oh. it. I was like, <laughs> stop now. Stop now. I can't it. But it's so powerful, isn't it? And it stays with you. And I've just, Kirsty has like come, I literally am holding her in my heart this week because um you know even though she can be a right dick she's so <laughs> lovely and 
super and strong and yeah and uh, you know and has been through all this I know it's not real guys I know it's not real <laughs> but it just makes you you know I literally couldn't stop thinking about her and I couldn't stop thinking about the archers this week yeah it's no, such an I know what you mean yeah and, and a it... profound effect on a lot of us obviously not you know for so many people it's probably like oh god another, another baby lost story. misery fest oh, yeah misery fest but i think as well because the writing was so good was, nothing was clanged it? you out of it there was no. nothing that rang wrong that made you think huh? and pulled and you it, back out you could totally it, totally it wasn't be drawn too, into it it wasn't too tiptoey either was no, it it was just it wasn't mawkish it wasn't it was just too too people talking about loss and sadness and it was lovely yeah, yeah. well um, done well done bbc well that's done. what I we did, say and i did um promise my friend who wrote a really good um a really good radio play about baby loss called uh, little blue lines which is still available on iplayer i said i'd give it a mention because jasmine hyde who's like a very uh she's on the radio all the time she's a brilliant radio actor she's been nominated for an audio or a best uh, audio performance oh just recently yeah and it's a great it's a great play and it's the fir- my friend's first radio play wow and um you know it's not everyone's cup of tea is it but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very powerful play about about um about baby loss so it's called little blue lines if anybody wants to have a listen and a good <laughs> cry because <laughs> it's it's not cheery but it's funny it's sort of you know dark humor really i suppose um you got it. You got to laugh, even in the darkest times, Lucy. <laughs> it's funny, though, isn't it? Even in your darkest, most tragic times, stuff can still make you laugh, and that's what's so incredible about being a human, isn't it? Yes. You could be at your very saddest, but <laughs> yes, you could watch something and laugh, and then you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm laughing." Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It's a strange. You have a strange out of body experience where you think, "Oh, I shouldn't be laughing." There's what part of me is laughing at this? It's this like, is this is terrible. I think I took a photo of. Did I take a photo of someone's tweet? Someone, I, uh, maybe it was you know um, at Rutherian. Oh, I can't remember what his name is really, but somebody wrote, "Oh, this is awkward because I want to make a joke, but I don't feel like I can," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like you you feel like when it, when it's a really sad storyline, you can't you can't sort of post yes. a funny tweet. So anyway, that's the end of the podcast this week. <laughs> Body. Anyway, see you uh, later. Have, have have a great weekend, everyone. <laughs> have a great weekend. Oh no, no, this was my funniest tweet of the week. I know we don't do tweets of the weeks, but I just really loved it. Uh, there's nothing to do with Kirsty and Tom. It's um, Wendy Pitt. She <laughs> it really made me laugh. Amy talking with her mouthful is the most daring thing she's done in months. What <laughs> 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 mm, <was> lovely <laughs> mm, quick, you're very handsome. Mm. Can I have another rich tea? <laughs> uh, there was a lot about the biscuit selection, but I actually missed, I, c- I couldn't remember what biscuits he had. Oh. There was quite a lot on Twitter about the biscuit selection. Yes, I can't remember. Okay, I just well. thought we're not a- we're not analytical, Lucy. I thought, well, if you're well enough to get up and go downstairs and buy biscuits, you're well enough to clean your flat, you slob. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, just go yes. down and get some rather than sip. lying there flopping around waiting for a woman to come and do it for you. That's what <laughs> I thought. Um, last word on the Tom and Krusty thing goes oh, yeah. to Sarah Kellaway, oh, yeah. who says, "Just a quick one to say bravo to the scriptwriters this week." 
their portrayal of the Kirstie Tom story was so well done. I love that they focused on Tom's side. It's rare yeah. we hear from the male yeah. perspective in these kind of things. And I think they did it beautifully. So many mums and dads out there with their own wrens, myself included, yeah. who sometimes feel very alone. I think this is an excellent tribute to them and a great comfort to know that there is a larger drive to break down the taboo of miscarriage and stillbirth. Thank you, Archer scriptwriters. Yay. Brilliant, Sarah. I Absolutely spot on, yes. And I think what it also shows, or I know we, we, we should probably move on, but that, that, that um, you know, five years has gone by and I know this isn't, I know it's not real, but I'd forgotten about Wren. Well, we didn't know mm. Wren was even called Wren. And that's what happens, isn't it? Yep. You do, and it's so important not to forget. Yeah. You know, and, um, and yeah, so any, I suppose, I suppose, yeah, that, was, that all comes with awareness, doesn't it? Yep. But, uh, yeah. Right. Now, on to Anyway, Steve. cheers, everybody. <laughs> cheers. Steve Parrott, who says, Hello, Rapscallions. As a follow-up to my encore enjoyment last week, in a previous life, I pretended to be a data analyst, making good money until people realised I was enumerate. However, I did learn how to do percentages. Cutting-edge data analysis, or what? None of, we don't know what you're talking about, Steve. Employing this knowledge, I can tell you that the current episode's encore took up 14.8% of the entire podcast. <laughs> Or as certain newspapers would say with their scant regard for the truth, nearly a fifth, and it was gold, as was the play-out music again. Thank you. Then he messaged us again, because he then carried on his podcast, and said, you know, we were talking about children's birthday parties last week. Oh, yeah. Can you, by the way, can you hear me eating a pistachio? Yes. Oh, he said, uh, for our first child's first birthday, my wife invited half a dozen mums and their <laughs> circa one-year-olds to our house. I took the dads to the pub, and a few hours later, we returned feeling very jolly. This experience was never repeated. <laughs> I bet you were sleeping in the greenhouse for about six months. <laughs> Don't know what you thought you were doing. Oh, she had a brilliant first birthday. Oh, I didn't see her. I was in the park, yeah, but it was brilliant. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, Ryan Dotson says, Hello, you two or four. It seems to me that Febreze is not only foreign from vaguely everywhere, but is also rapidly descending into madness. Bless him. Not that I'd suggest either of you are to blame, but I do worry that Tom Peach may be the next to go a bit Harriet's guitar, which is to say a few <laughs> strings short of a chord. Oh. You're all lovely nonetheless. <laughs> well, luckily for anybody, I haven't got my guitar this week. <laughs> Lucy didn't allow it. Like I have any bloody control over what you do, madam. Um, uh, more letters from from overseas. Rachel oh, Thomas. Can I just say, I've been thinking about Febreze. I don't think he is foreign, Lucy. I think it's all put on. Do you? He's like one of those, you know, like, it's probably from, yeah, I don't know. Burnley. Right, like that. But he's he's got one of brother. those. He's got one of those, <laughs> one of those fake foreign accents. Just no, I know where he's exotic. from. Exotic. Oh, yeah. He's from the People's Republic of Eurovision. <laughs> yep. Luxembourg, deep one. Um, Rach Thomas says, I just wanted to say thank you for the brilliantly funny podcast, which has kept me company on my commute for the last few weeks. Due to a hiccup in my app, I stopped downloading the podcast in September 2020. This meant when it jumped back in and suddenly started downloading you again, I had 16 months of episodes to catch oh up on. God. It's amazing how well I could remember the storylines and episodes. That is not bad, Rachel. We can't remember the storyline of the thing we've just bloody listened to, and it was only about three hours ago. Anyway, I've caught up now, and I'm looking forward to keeping up with more topical goings on in Ambridge. I'm in Stockholm in Sweden. 
having oh, moved yay. here from the UK in December. So you can count me as one of your international listeners. I yes. have not got a picture of a swimming pool to send you, but here is a frozen lake with our local ski hill reflected in the icy water. Ooh. It's beautiful. Wow. It's really wow. lovely. It is all blue and gold. Should we put it on our Instagram page? Oh, we haven't got an Instagram page. No. Never mind. Um, oh, wow. Good. So come again to Stockholm for part of our tour. Yep. Do you think anyone else listens to the archers out there? Uh, I don't know. And I finally got my act together, talking of people um, getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, oh, well done. I finally got my act together and spent an entire evening, because it was very... Um, complicated trying to separate everyone's email addresses out from everything else um and uh messy and got all the american people together and said right here you all are now sort yourselves out i'm off um wow. what, and, so and and they're all talking they're all talking wow did you do did you do an, a group email then yes did you check that everyone wanted to be yes when they said i would like to be part of the group sort wow, of thing wow that is yep. brilliant so there's an american ambridge on the couch yep yeah what did we call it again uh, I call I can't remember. I called it a Merry Bridge, I think. A Merry Bridge. Oh, Lucy, you're so good with words. So good with words. I'm just so good at talking under a words. A Merry Bridge. I love that. Um, oh, that's great. And who are was they going to have a regular feature on the podcast? Connie said, "Thank you for compiling this. I suspect I'm out on my own out here in the Midwest. Oh, somebody from the Midwest, get in touch. So Connie's got a friend." Um, uh, oh, so email is great and I love the name of the group it's fun to know there are other American Archers fans out there um, so this could be like a sort of like spin off we could have like a little spin off show from America Letter we? from America yes yeah, oh do you remember that yes oh so nice <laughs> that would be great I could have I... listened to him reading the back of a cornflakes packet oh, he just had such so a lovely voice and gorgeous. delivery gorgeous but actually uh, well, let's spread our American arms open uh, our uh, arms <laughs> across the <laughs> I mean, arms are very o- open out there anyway, aren't they? <laughs> yes. What I mean is, uh, uh, physically, let's open our arm, let, well, whatever. Let's spread the word. I think Harriet wants to snog bridge. you all or something. I think that's what she's no, trying to say. I, I, want sure. to, I do, obviously, but I also want the, to spread. Let's get a big group. Let's have a bigger group hug out there if we can. Yes. Spread the word, brothers and sisters. Spread the word. Oh, my God. You were even dying to put... Well, wouldn't that have been embarrassing if that had accidentally played when we were talking about Kirsten and Tom? Yes, it would. All right, that's my nightmare for this evening. Planned out. Thank you very much. Super. Aren't you slightly relieved we've done the Kirsten and Tom? Yes. Yes. I mean, I feel like it it was a stunning and powerful... Yes, but I was worried I was going to cry talking about it. You can't have it every week. And then, so no, I had had that. And then uh, uh, this morning on the tube, I was watching Queer Eye, the new series, and there's one which is called Snow White. And anyone who's watching the latest series of Queer Eye, oh my God, do not watch it on the tube (laughs) on your way to work. Because I went to work and they literally were like, are you you all right? (laughs) I had like black eyes and like my, it was so embarrassing. I didn't have any tissues or anything. So my nose was bubbling and it's, it's, it's a corker. Wow. Yeah, it's very moving. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's been a good cathartic week really, hasn't it? It has. A lot of... Um, and today I met, a, I was working with a voiceover artist who was also a biodynamic farmer. Really? 
honestly, he's basically in Phoebe's gang. Yeah. He's a voiceover artist, but on the side, he's a biodynamic farmer. I was like, I thought that only existed in Phoebe's head. But um, anyway, it's not like, a, yeah, it's, it's yeah, weird, isn't it? It's good. I mean, yeah, it's good, I think. It's good, isn't it? This is the thing. It's good. I love the fact that people are just farmers. <laughs> not not necessarily normal ones, just <laughs> biodynamic ones. <laughs> I'll have you know. That's all the planting at the full moon and stuff, isn't it? it how, how on earth did you know that? I'm so annoyed because I wanted you to go, what's that? That is, what, how on earth did you know that? Because... Well, I like gardening and stuff, so I know oh about it. Oh my god! I was, I was like, uh huh. <laughs> How amazing! And, and then I was like, um, so is that like, like planting like flowers with vegetables? Is it flowers like really, really fast planting I in a bio said, sort of thing? Oh, is that like when you plant sunflowers next to tomatoes? And he was like, uh, so that's companion oh, planting. Whatevs is the only one. So I read about it in Kew Gardens. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With my cute gardens knowledge, I thought I was. Oh, all because over you're it. now a teacher. I forgot. <laughs> because I'm now a teacher. It's Carmichael, Miss Carmichael. <laughs> but not only. I, I, feel, I feel this is relevant because it's about agriculture. Mm. Not only is it what you said, but also it's it's based on Steiner principles. You know Steiner schools. Rudolf Steiner. Uh, yeah, it's Your. based. It's basically based on concepts drawn from him. Really? So that then blew my mind, and I was like, "Okay, I think we better go. Just get on with our job now." Um, <laughs> okay, one, two, testing, testing, one, two. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, my levels are great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, weird, isn't it? Yeah. Very ideas, weird. Yeah, concepts drawn from the ideas of Rudolf Steiner. Anyways, so it's very interesting. Oh. Yeah. Good. I thought, I thought I'd throw that in. Thanks anyone so much. who cares? Anyone care? No, I thought not. Um. As. We have quite a few storylines at the minute that yeah. seem to have not stalled, but oh yeah, there's because everyone's fairly settled. Like Phoebe's leaving. You're leaving me, Phoebe. <laughs> Can't believe it. What did Gran say? Oh, she was nice. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> Nicer than me? Yes, I thought so. Yes. <laughs> um. But can you can you see any any bit apart from uh, Chris and Amy? Creamy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know until Alice finds out. Yeah, she's going to pretend to be all fine about it. But she's yeah. going to be. I think Fallon's going to be cross. Honestly, watch this space. Mm. And maybe a bit jealous. Because jealous. Fallon's well, Fallon's now. Also, poor well, Fallon's Fallon. now worried she's married to a vicar. She's totally yes. taken this. But but she's and she's got the fact that she's sort of on her own with her anxiety about mm. it because everyone else is like, yeah, I literally don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah. totally fine. So she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I know it's totally fine. It is totally fine. It's totally fine. I know, I know. But she's, she's, yeah. I felt, I felt a bit sorry for her actually. Well, no one's. Yeah, you're right. No one's taking it seriously. No. And uh, the only person that would probably. Is Jolene, and she'd just go, "Oh, you'll be fine, darling." Uh, talk to not? my friend Scooby. Yeah. She's good at that sort of thing. Anyway, Scooby, not Scooby. <laughs> oh, Scooby. He's not a dog. <laughs> Fancy a Scooby? Fancy a quick Scooby around the back? <laughs> Got some good stuff. Uh, it won't cost you either. That's what it sounds like, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Look uh, it up in the Urban Dictionary. See what it means. Um, do you mean that you can't see any threads? sort of coming no, back to tide it's together. like it's like is there going to be a big 
are we going to have a big sort of avalanche now of new storylines because they've all sort of... Yeah, I feel like that. are there any threads that need to be... So I was thinking, yeah, we haven't heard about Rex and his pigs for a while, thank God. Shula and Neil, that's kind of disappeared. Just disappeared, yeah. totally disappeared. Shula being a vicar, is she one yet? Oh, I don't care. Oh, God, who cares? Well, that basically Harrison's going to I was going to say, she better get a, get, get a wriggle on or Harrison she's, will be there before she is. She's going to be all over Harrison now. Can you imagine Harrison oh, being Archbishop of Canterbury with his mitre on wonky? Harrison, I wondered if you wanted some lessons in uh, oh, vicaring. Oh, here I am. Hey, that'll be nice. Hey. But why do we have to do it naked? Um... It's a little trick Alan taught me. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. I always get... Why do I always just sort of... Why does it always end It's like your natural this? inclination to take it things is. to the gutter, Harriet. Uh, to the gutter. But not even to the gutter. It's not dirty. It's just silly. Silly, Silly, Lucy. silly. Well, it's because silly, you hang around with three-year-olds far too much. <laughs> exactly. Now I'm a teacher. Yes. Uh, so, I know I can't, I can't... I can't... I just can't think. Well, what about... Oh, I know. Uh, Thingy's going to be a nurse, tick... Pip, they need to move, they need to sort the cottage out. Who do you think is going to take over the rewild rating? Well, ovs, obviously. Is is obviously it's going to be Roy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, of course. Who else could it? This is perfect, and I think it's nice. But is it now... Krusty or Pip though? No, Krusty, of course. But of course. because we were all saying actually, Josh is much better at running the farm. Could she not do the rewilder rating and then Josh take over Brookers? Why would they have had all this sort of closure with Wren and, you know, like... Yeah, if Krusty wasn't need... going to make a new start. Krusty needs a break and this is going to be her break and her fresh start. I was and thinking, she's going to marry Krusty's Rex. 41, isn't she? She, We're about... The, we're sim Well, I'm much younger, actually. But I feel like we're <laughs> similar in age. I feel like we are. <laughs> all right, then. Um, <laughs> so... She could still have a baby. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if she wants one. Ooh. But I know what you mean. Because well, you'd sort of feel like the natural progression would be she does the rewilding. Her and Rex are a very easy pairing, aren't they? And um, they try and have a family. And I think that they are an easier pairing than Pip and Rex because you, we can't have two brothers sharing a child again. I think the, I think the Rex, Toby triangle has died down a bit as well yeah, hasn't it okay. yeah yeah because it would be nice to have a brand new fresh love story and yeah. Kirsty needs some love in her life how old moment. is rex oh maybe he's quite a lot younger than Kirsty. because i then. thought he was oh yeah but Kirsty's very fine for her age very fine <laughs> very fine she a fine lady she know a lot about the lane and the country and uh birds um I feel like Rex is like 36 or something. Yeah. I think they can make it work. I mean, okay. I, don't, I don't know where I got that. I'm just literally guessing. Plucked a figure out of the air. Anyway, it doesn't really matter because age is nothing on the radio, is it? That's true. I mean, look at look at Leonard and Jill well, for the yes. start. Yeah, but Leonard's her carer, though, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. I thought Peggy sounded good. That Peggy is... She sounds younger and younger. I know. Every time they get her on. I bet the Queen oh, is duh. I bet the Queen listens to Peggy thinking, how does she do this? Yes, but the Queen hits her in with it's hard to speak and you've got plums in your mouth. But Peggy is getting Hello, more and more um... is that June Spencer? This is the Queen. I'm just ringing to say, <laughs> get off my patch. Thank I'm you very the Queen. Much, dear. 
Oh, yes, dear. Uh, soon Peggy's just going to talk like this. <laughs> oh, dear. Very, very good, dear. dear. Very good, dear. That's the only thing I can say about Very good, dear. She always says, dear. Very good. She sometimes rolls her R like a proper old-fashioned person. Um, Just to clarify as well, because I got a bit confused. First of all, I forgot mm. that... Krusty was living with Roy. Me too. I too. So I thought, where yeah. are we? Because she seemed to be, I thought, is she in the bath? Because there was a lot of splashing. And then I, I thought, like, oh, she must be washing up. I don't know what she's doing. I, I thought, why is Phoebe her confidants all of a sudden? And then, of course, yes. they live together. Yes. So, <coughs> will that be weird? Then when Phoebe leaves and then it's just Roy and Krusty in the house? No. Oh, so maybe Roy and Krusty are going to get together, which I well, people have been predicting that for ago. a decade now, and yeah, there's but no because signs. it hasn't happened, it feels like um, uh, it, it, because it has never happened, it feels like it shouldn't have happened. Mm, I think oh, she's too. I think Krusty's too smart for him. I do. I love Roy. Plus, he just real... thinks the countryside is a big housing estate with no houses on it. So you know, he it, they're not they haven't really got much in common. I think she needs someone who loves a J as much as yes. she does. And can recognise, um, you know, um, Robin Poo and, yeah. as opposed to Blackbird Poo. She yeah. needs someone with that amount someone of Someone who knows about biodiversity. She knows my, what a biodynamic farmer is. I mean, is. biodynamic. She's, an, she's my it, ideal woman, clearly. Maybe she'll marry a biodynamic farmer. Or maybe me. Maybe Rex could become... Oh, oh you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Would you like to marry Kirsty? Um, no, she's a bit really... cryy. I'd like her to ha I'd really like her as my proper mate. I'd like to marry Jimus. Oh god, really? Yes, and then he'd we could be really good at he'd be very and... good at the wordles, but he'd be yeah. too snobby about the wordles, he wouldn't do mm. them. Yeah. I wouldn't mind marrying Harrison actually. Really? God, it'd be like marrying a toddler. I'd like have to keep reminding him to brush his teeth and but, it, but he's so nice, isn't he? Don't rub snot down the back of the sofa. <laughs> Come here, you. Oh, big cuddle. Oh, yeah. Get me trudging out special <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely have Harrison, thanks. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm left with Krusty Done. and Jimmus, a woman and a pensioner. Brilliant. Maybe Krusty and Stella would be a good coupling. Yes. Where yes, I could Stella? see that. I don't know. I still don't even know where she lives. Not that I'd be desperate to find out where. Oh, yeah, she hasn't got, like, got She still... doesn't live anywhere. Yet. No, she lives in the bird hide. With but, thingy. And I know, but t you're totally right about the fact that there needs to now be. Uh, because I feel like Alice is. That'll just be a simmering storyline yeah. now. We don't need to. Well, it will so now move on to, to focusing on the Martha. triangle between yeah. um, Amy, Cramy, and Alice. Yeah, so there's going to be Amy, Cramy. There's going to be that storyline, but it's not. That's not too. too and, then, and then there's going to be Harrison's storyline. And yeah, maybe something, maybe there's going to be, when is Rob coming back? Because, and Joy hasn't been in it for a while. No, and we don't know what's happening with, with um, Lillian and Justin either. Oh, One and minute they had 87 bazillion pounds that they must oh, yeah. spend on something absolutely at once oh, right this minute. I, I didn't tell you, Lewis, I spent it on a hat. <laughs> <laughs> a very big one. <laughs> It's huge. I can't see Justin. It's lovely. And um, um, uh, Lizzie and Vince will get married. There'll be a wedding this year. Ah, uh, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Because they'll have a brilliant wedding, won't they? Yes. I think. I think they. I think they will get married. Yeah. Because uh, everyone loves. Everyone loves a wedding. Oh, and um, Lily can take over the farm now. She's done her evening course in 
running <laughs> running running stately homes <laughs> Running acorn fields of stately homes, wasn't it? Something like that. <laughs> I once got told off at a stately home. And I say this as an unashamed National Trust member, can I just say. Um, for leaning up against a wall. Oh, God. <laughs> An outside wall. Oh, I wasn't like leaning up no. against some... Yes, I wasn't... It wasn't... wasn't a gilded wall. Nope, it wasn't. <gasps> I could understand if it was like some, you know, 16th century wallpaper that was going to fall off the wall as soon as you looked at it. It was an outside wall. A brick wall? Yeah, a stone wall, yeah, of a castle. And oh, I thought, goodness look... Sake. Did they think that it was going to fall down? Yeah, well, I thought, that's nice that you I obviously know, think that me leaning yeah. on it is enough to knock offensive. the whole bloody thing over. <laughs> it survived the Normans. I think it will cope with me leaning on it. Thank you. <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> That is that is that's a job's worth. I know. Have you tried to sit on a chair before? <laughs> no, because they keep putting thistles on them now, so you can't. <laughs> oh, no, it's so naughty. Have you ever removed one and sat on it? I have. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. See, see, Lucy, we really are edgy. There's oh, I'm telling. I am telling, and you <laughs> are in so much trouble now. No, because it annoys me that they. You've put eaten your last them. scone, Harriet. All they Carmichael. need to do is is say, please don't sit on the chairs. Yeah. Instead of putting silly, silly little willies on there. <laughs> they didn't have a willy on it. That would be, that wouldn't stop me from sitting on it. Probably. <laughs> they just have a naked man sitting on them <laughs> with an erection. Oh no, you're fine. I won't, I won't sit. I won't sit. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to interrupt. We strongly recommend that you sit on these chairs and then everyone will go, ah! and run away from them. <sighs> don't, don't mind me. <laughs> I'm meditating. <laughs> Thinking over being a vicar. My life is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus of Ambridge. Um, I was once in a stately home, stately home, <laughs> National Trust House, and um, the door flew open to this picture <gasps> gallery, and yes. this little boy came galloping in, literally galloping. He'd obviously been pegging down the corridor. And he just skidded to a halt, looked around, and his little shoulders sagged. He was only about four, and he went... <laughs> Oh, not more house. <laughs> and he just looked so disappointed. His mother said to him, said to the father, take him outside and make him run round the gardens. And when we looked out the window, there he was, hairing up and down the lawns with his dad. And I thought, that's what he wants to be doing, not looking at, looking at pictures where everyone looks the same, for crying out loud. Unless there's like a kitchen, you know, that's got fake food. Yes. And a fake banquet and a lady Painted bread. as a yeah. cook. Then it's quite boring. For yeah, him, it, it is. And you say, can you imagine what it was like? They're like, yes, we've watched horrible histories. Anyway, can we go out now? Don't touch that yeah. curtain. Don't touch it. Look, the lady's looking. The lady's looking. <laughs> and there's the people, <laughs> the people that have to get dressed up. The poor buggers, you know, the ones that have to, like I'll you said, That's what I'll end up, up doing. Yeah. Voluntarily, of course. I love it. Um, I'll be a teacher. <clears throat> They, they get that slightly panicky look on their faces when they suddenly realise that there's far too many children and they don't actually know what to do with them and they can't control them. <laughs> While and all the middle-class get... mummies are standing around saying, no, go on, Toby, you could do it. Go and show the lady, help the lady. Go and, go and ask the lady an intelligent question yes. about being a... Do it in um, Latin. Do it about, in Latin, go on. About 16th century poultry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's made of plastic. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> um, yeah, we need more Elizabeth in our life. Yes. Don't we? Always. Need to hear a bit of Lizzie soon. 
<laughs> I, I really want something nice to happen for Kate. Not too something. No, um, I take that back. What, something interesting happened to Kate. Yes, I was. I want more Kate, and we haven't heard about. I look because I really like her and Jacob. I like their relationship. I thought so, there was a strange bit of self awareness from Kate this week where she said, "I drive everybody close to me absolutely mad. <laughs> <laughs> I am late. He hates it when I'm late. I everybody hates me because of the things I do. Anyway, there we are." <laughs> But that's me all over. Do you remember when I was 40 and I asked everybody to tell me exactly what they thought of me? Go on. That was the best episode ever. And everyone sort of went, No, I want you to be truthful. (laughs) Tell me truthfully what you think of me. Oh, oh, for God's sake. I hate you all. Yeah, we haven't heard that. Was that before or after she punctured the bouncy castle with her? High heel while rogering. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Toby. Oh oh my god! Ah, oh, I'd forgotten about that. That must that was when that must have been when the fair bros came in. Yeah, like for, were first arrived. Ah, oh, yes, it was probably around that time. And he put the contents of a rattle bag in the in the in the pool, didn't he? At um, uh, Brian yes. and Jenny's. Oh, we need more of that yeah. drama going on. Yeah. Good times, good times. The thing is, they tend to do a bit of, you know, Comedy. things tend to happen in the summer. The big, you know, the big parties, <laughs> the big romantic things tend to happen in the... Ooh, you're right. That's <coughs> oh <my God. laughs> fine. I'm so sorry, I just choked on a bit of ice. <laughs> <laughs> There's no alcohol in it. <coughs> it's just uh, tonic. On its own. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go sort yourself out? Hang on. <coughs> have, a good, have, a have a good cup of I'll, spit. Have a good chug of water. As you were saying, Lucy, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm so sorry. sorry. Um, <coughs> take two. All the festive things tend to, or not festive, but all the, the gala things and the and the naughty things tend to happen yeah. in the summer, don't they? Yeah. It's all I a mean, bit, it's all a bit, uh, well, that's, I suppose D.H. Lawrence, where everyone starts ripping their clothes off and running around hayfields. It's a bit, we can sort of guess, can't we? Because there was like, you know, they had that, they had that shit, nothing happened week. Then mm. they had comedy week last week. And then mm. they had sensitive, powerful week this week. So, so are next we do, so week, next week, it'll be like that episode. Blah. Do you, remember, boring. do you remember boring. that episode that none of us could really believe had happened when... <laughs> there's been many. There's been, yes, I, I admit I'm not making it very specific here, but um, when they somebody's cat went... Oh, uh, Peggy Hilda. Woolley's cat Hilda, Hilda went missing and Joy had watched oh, yeah. a programme about, about oh. animals... <laughs> communicating to talk to each other so her and tony went round the village talking to people's cats trying to get them to tell other cats that hilda ogden was missing oh my god sometimes you look back at these episodes and you think did i dream that was that, did that really happen but i suppose you've got to write so much yeah and the trouble is i suppose if you're a script writer you've got the big storylines, but then you've got to have so much content filler. around it, haven't filler, you? So filler, much filler, filler. Filler, filler. And everything can't be big or comedy mm. or... Some of it has to be mundane, but even the mundane has to be interesting. But this wasn't mundane. This was insane, Just weird. wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, surreal. It was like a psychedelic dream. 
Yeah, sometimes they are, aren't they? Yeah. I think sometimes <laughs> there's a scriptwriter who just takes mushrooms every <laughs> and they're like they call and then just him sits and there like, with their keyboard going, yeah, <laughs> bashing out a little bit. Yeah, maybe he thought his cat was talking to him at the time. So <laughs> yeah, maybe there'll be a bit of that next week. Oh, well, something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, and there'll be a lot of sort of biscuit stuff and shop. Going, yeah. You know, antic. They'll be... And a lot oh, of... Um, I love you. I don't love you. No. Sexual tension. Ooh, yeah. Oh, um, se- Amy will get her, her sex game on. Oh Maybe we'll God. hear a bit of this. Oh! Bad enough when she had a mouthful of food. <laughs> oh, I've really fancy you, <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun so much to look forward to should we do a bit of script oh yeah um and um we've got lots of lovely patreons lucy and they've all asked me to do a song for them but um because my guitar is being tuned i'm saving it for next week okay there is another reason for this as well it's not just about (laughs) harry's guitar it's not just me 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 (laughs) um i suddenly found because i'm not very good at this stuff I suddenly found a whole watch of people who I'd never said thank you to have oh actually no. been giving us money and it's just been sat there because I didn't know it was there. Oh my God. So, oh my God. so it's like we only picked out a few Yes. People. So I feel oh no. like, so I feel sorry, like I've, I've suddenly discovered a whole bag of birthday presents that I oh, never said shit. thank you for. So I'm getting them all together and you're going to have a song of that's going to make Hamilton... Look slapdash, right? <laughs> Who's writing the song, Lucy? You. Can Matt Rodriguez Bain write it and just send it? No, I definitely will. Yes. Yes. Um, Come on, gimme, uh, gimme. So yes, so you will be thanked whether you vote oh, or no. not, and uh, it will. <laughs> They've probably been like, oh thank God. God. <laughs> I think we slipped it. past. I don't <laughs> yeah. think they noticed. No, no. Can, can we get a refund? <laughs> I wonder if you can get a refund. No, you can't. No, you can't get a refund. if we do a dodgy show one week, you're just stuck with it. I'm sorry. Anyway, me and it. Lucy are having a finance meeting. Yeah, you, well, you've said we are. I yes, haven't said are. yes. I just laughed heartily when you suggested it, <laughs> as we are two of the worst people for finance ever in the history yeah, of ever. That's why we're going to have a fine. We're going to see what 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 big potential we can come up with for the podcast. Right. I said we were going to have a play, didn't I? Lucy? Isn't that strategy or something? We're going to discover what we can really do when we really put our minds to it, mm. and like maybe like pay someone to produce us for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you'll have a really professional show one week, and then it will all go back to being the normal bring and buy sale. Yeah, that but it is those the rest are the, of the weeks time. that we can then put together and send them to all those podcasters. Oh, <laughs> you know, we're going to like yeah, we want to enter. Okay. Some po- so if, actually, if anyone wants to enter for us, that'd be great. Yeah, just put it together. Say what you like. It doesn't matter. We, we need some PR. <laughs> but maybe, maybe don't send them any of our material. Just, uh... <laughs> just say, just trust me, it's really good. Don't listen to it. <laughs> they could listen to the, um, the, uh, the encores at the end. Yeah. Yeah, which is apparently a fifth of the show, according yeah. to Steve. Yeah. <sighs> right, look at where the little thing is flashing. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Have you got to go and choke again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, docs. Okay. <clears throat> and now let's tune in to BBC Radio Borsetshire and have a listen to Fabrice's Drive Time Show.
Radio Borsetshire. Oh, the man on reception? Yes, yes, I like him too. He look a bit like a Timothy shower gel, I think. But he has funny trousers. One day I said to him, Oh, oh now? Quick, Jolene, we are alive. Put down your lip glossy. Hello, hello, this is Fabrizio Felpisham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. Today, it is nearly Valentine's Day, which for some of us can be full of flowers and diptyque and sexy pants, and for some of us can be a damp squid. It is especially difficult when you have been with your special one for a long time, as then you are too busy being cross with them for leaving a towel on the floors to remember to be all sexy pants. So here we have Borchester's sexiest lady, Mrs. Jolene Archer, who is going to tell us all how to bring the romanticness back. Ah, hiya Febreze. Lovely to be here. I thought I might sing a song that really sums up... Uh, maybe later, thank you. Now, you are an entertainer and a celebrity and most of all a very attractive lady who has had a long and happy marriage to Ken Hom. How can our listeners keep their love life alive? L- love's life alive? Life, life a love? Keep being sexy. Well, I think it's just down to making an effort. Put on some perfume, show a bit of cleavage, and walk with a wiggle. (laughs) Oh, that is good. And would work also for the women, I think. But it is domestic life that makes everything all very unsexy and recycling-y. It is very difficult to think about romanticness when someone has got sticky marks on your dado. I put mine in the dishwasher, to be honest, Febreze. Just gotta remember to take the batteries out. But it's a valid point. It is tricky to combine everyday life with romance. But if you reward chores with some cheeky treats, then that makes them much more keen to get involved. For example, if Kenton puts his megaphone down, he might get a little lap dance. And if he does dinner than something even better. Oh, that is very good ideas. You are very slim considering you live with a Chinese chef. I would be eating his prawn balls all day. A Chinese chef? Yes. But now that takes me to Valentine's food. I was in Marxy Sparksy and it was all Valentine's gâteau and Valentine's steaks and even Valentine's sausage. Yeah, I'd recommend avoiding anything that's going to make a mess of your outfit, like noodles or spaghetti. Oh, but there is the little doggies on Lady with Some Tramps sucking the spaghetti. That was very romance. Yeah, but they were dogs. It's not so romantic when you've got Dolmio in your fringe. Oh, I know what that is like. I say to Declan... Oh, oh, pasta sauce. Yes, I see what you mean. Uh, Now we come to specific advice. We have had a letter from a listener. <clears throat> Dear Febreze, I love your show and think it is the best show on Radio Borsetshire and it should probably be longer and you should definitely have your own car parking space. Well, thank you, nice anonymous listener. You are very kind and correct. Then he say, I am older than my boyfriend and he is always very busy busy and like to go to party nights and drink cocktail and rubber nights and watercolour classes and these things, but he only work part time at Sof. He only work part time. I work full time and have a very busy job being fashion and style guru and on my shoesies all day. 
So, when I get home, I like to sit down with a small glass of wine and some crispies and watch someone being murdered. And the cross woman police has to work with the silly man police, and then he realized he loved her and they stopped caring about who did the murder. But, Dec but he say that this is too old and middle-aged. I get worried when he go out to rubber night and water colouring on his own, but I have my friend Grey, uh, I have my friend round, as he also like to watch a murder. Should I stop having my friend around and try to make myself stay up until 3am dancing with men who smell like hot water bottle? Is my relationship on a rock? Love from an anonymous person. Oh, he have not give his name. Well, Febreze, I think your correspondent is kidding himself. You've got to be true to yourself. Making an effort is one thing, but spending every evening doing what you hate isn't being true to yourself now, darling, is it? Oh, that is very correct. I will tell the correspondents this. But to be honest, drinking wine and eating crisps isn't going to make you feel very energetic and romantic. A sexy body is a sexy mind, Febreze. There is nothing not sexy about this body, Miss Thingy. We weren't talking about you, though, were we? And also, I imagine that eating Ken Om Chinese food all the time is going to make you smell very of ginger and five spices, so don't you be telling me Febreze is not sexy. I smell delicious all of the time. I don't understand why you keep going on about Chinese food. Can I do my song now? No, Febreze is upset. Press the button now so that the strange man can tell everyone about cars on the bypass. Goodbye, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Radio Borsetshire. Thank you, Febreze and Jolene. This week, we need to... F oh, I thought we weren't thanking anyone. No, we're not, but I didn't have time to take it out before you started it. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're not going to bother to thank anyone. But, um, clearly, we haven't thanked loads more. of you for the last six months, so, you know, there we go. <laughs> uh, but if you do want to thank you in 2025 and would like to be a Patreon, you get access to freebies and stuff. <laughs> That's what the script says. If you visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level and we will love you forever. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at, at on Ambridge. That's really at, at on yes, Ambridge. Yes, I know. Well, that's what's annoying, yes. isn't it? You have to say yes. at, at. Or you See, can it's quite e hard. It is quite hard. Or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch on the at, at gmail.com. Gmail so that's it. And thank you. Oh, that's not her. Who can't do her? Who now. is that? I don't know. I don't know. Usually I sounds can scary. First use my go-to voice because I just have to lower it and put a accent on, but I can't I can't do her now. Uh, it's because she's been yeah. Um, uh, um, are we? That's it. Thank you. Thank you. I can't do anyone. I'm just going to do myself. Oh, I've gone insecure now, Lucy. You could do both of them. Kirsty sounded like Kirsty, and Joy sounded like Joy. It was so, Joy, wasn't it? You weren't trying to do Brian or something. <laughs> Jennifer, <laughs> that's it. Thank you so much for listening and have a lovely week. And to play us out, we have a treat for anyone that remembers French and Saunders in-house band Raw Sex. 
Hey, it's the Ross X version of the Ambridge theme tune, courtesy of our own in-house band, Matt Rodriguez Payne. Thank you, Matt. Are you ready for this? Can't it's wait. really good. Do you remember Raw Sex? Not really. No. Too young. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I know it meant nothing to you because you don't remember it, but raw sex weren't hilarious. Oh, did you request that? Then? Yes. No, he oh. actually suggested it. And I just went into this total 1990s reverie of French and Saunders <laughs> and remembering how much I fancied Roland Rivron and oh. um, Friday Night Live and Roseanne and all those. And it all just came back in a big whoosh. Oh. So that as soon as is... I heard that Bon Tempe organ. <laughs> That raw sex one is your My Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Because yes. I went on SoundCloud the other day to have a listen. Just, I just needed to mm. listen to Pride and Prejudice slash The Arches. I usually just actually pause it when it gets to The Arches. But I just like to listen to it. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I had my fix. Thank right. you. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and if you'd like to like and subscribe, we'd also be super grateful. And please do leave us a review, even if you've already reviewed. We, um, uh, do you remember I'm on a, a mission to get us 500 oh, yes. for February? How are we doing? I think we're on about 129. Okay, that's quite good. We're getting there, guys. If anyone would like to leave a review, we'd be also be super grateful. Thank you. Can I leave one? I think, we can. I think we're allowed, actually. Okay. I mean, you could just write... It's fine, but as long as you put the five stars, <laughs> that's what really counls. <laughs> yeah. Can I just listen- put listenable? It makes me tired, and then put five stars. <laughs> just if you like that sort of thing, <laughs> five stars. Or just put the five stars. I think you have to write something, though, don't you? Okay. You can put five stars and then just put a question mark. Well, if you see five stars and the word bum flaps, (laughs) then you'll know it was me. Just put five stars raw sex. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Meets Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) That would be quite a good podcast, wouldn't it? Right. That is it. And what's this at the end? There's like a script. Da, 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 da. (laughs) <laughs> is that for another is that no another that thing? is a secret special thing that you must oh, be shush about that i don't even know about are yes. we doing it now yes oh this is exciting but now we have to say goodbye to the nice ladies and gentlemen oh okay say goodbye to the nice ladies and gentlemen harriet goodbye nice ladies and gentlemen harriet we do love you mary poppins <laughs> we love you mary poppins <laughs> can it's... we go mary poppins <laughs> I do like playing in the park, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Bye! Bye-bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.